morning, everybody. My name is Royce, and thank you so much for tuning into CrossFit Balance Edge Fitness and Friends' very first podcast. Now I want to take a minute just to let you know why we are starting this podcast, and the reason behind it is that we want to build our community bigger and more connected than it already is. There are lots of new faces, lots of new coaches, so our goal is to enrich our community by starting conversations amongst athletes to athletes and athletes to coaches. Today in this episode, we dive in with Marika, and for those of you who don't know Marika, she has been crossfitting for almost a year now. She is currently working on accomplishing her first marathon as well. Marika is a wedding planner and is now a full-time neo nurse. She currently works out about five to six times per week, and you can catch her both in the mornings and also the evenings. If you haven't met Marika, give her a fist bump, give her a high five, introduce yourself. She is absolutely amazing. Today we touch on on how she fills up her cup on stressful situations that comes up with her being a neo nurse. We also touch up on how she prioritizes sleep and hydration to optimize her fitness, and also how she uses fitness to fuel her passion, which is traveling around the world. If you guys enjoy today's show, please give us a shout out, share us on Instagram, share us with a friend, send it to your mom, your dad. And also, if you enjoy this episode, give us a five-star rating. It really does help us spread our message in optimizing health and fitness. And uh, with that said, enjoy the show. All right. Welcome to Friends and Fitness Podcast. Thank you. Yeah. Happy to be here. How was that workout? It was good. It was good. <laughs> you guys don't know, Marika just actually just worked out right now, and then I just told her we were going to go interview her, so that's what she's... <laughs> a little sweaty. Everyone. A little sweaty. <laughs> but anyways, here's here's what I wanted to dive into today, and uh, I wanted to start out kind of to just, to just to explain kind of what you do for a living, because I'm super interested in, in, in what you do, and I wanted to share it with our community. Cool. So I am a neonatal ICU nurse. Uh, I work with uh, babies from less than a pound to, you know, a couple months old, just um, helping them get ready to go home and live happy lives with their parents. Okay. Yeah. So how how did you get into that? Um, I knew that I wanted to be a nurse and I, I thought that I wanted to go into the labor and delivery side of things, help, you know, babies be born and, um, ended up getting a practicum in the NICU instead and getting to help, um, you know, just with that side of things when they come out and need some help and ended up loving it and, um, just started, uh, kind of pursuing that. I worked some pediatric home health for a while. I couldn't get right into the hospital. So then they, uh, I, I did the home care side of things and then finally got back into the hospital. So very, very cool. Yeah. So here's the, here's one thing I did have a question and, uh, I had, I, I had an instance where my kid actually went to a pediatric hospital for a little bit and that's, that's never fun. Right. Um, what are some challenges? Do you have more cha- Do you have challenges with the babies, or do you have more challenges with the parents, or both? Um, I think both. Uh, managing, you know, you're not just treating the babies. You're definitely treating the whole family unit, yeah. 
And um, so I think um, while our focus is a lot of times on the babies, some days you go into work and the parents need a lot more care than the babies do. And so it's a very relational job. Yeah. Um, it requires a lot of trust. This is, okay. you know, something, I mean, the most precious thing to these parents in the world is their child. So it's sure. a blessing to get to take care of them and help, okay. help them through that. How is it stressful at point at times? Oh yeah. 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 Um, definitely stressful. But I, I've always, um, worked kind of high stress jobs. I thrive in stressful environments. So yeah. Yeah, I was a wedding coordinator before I was a nurse. So, are you a procrastinator or a pre-procrastinator? Um, I would say <laughs> I'm a, I'm I'm a procrastinator. Um, I think that comes back to the uh, thriving and stressful environments. I do well um, on the spot, and I like I like having a deadline. So, How is that? yeah, I had a conversation with. Uh, Tara just the other day about about that and how procrastinators can actually be a benefit yeah another another podcast but it's 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 phenomenal the whole insight was uh, when you have that pressure a little bit there's a lot of creativity mm -hmm. that can can foster in that moment mm -hmm. which is which is amazing because I'm, I'm a big procrastinator a lot of times right and I do find an entirely different energy source when I'm in that moment mm-hmm and I, I was just talking to someone about this the other day, and they said, you know, I heard that procrastinators are just optimistic people. They believe that they're going to get it done. They they believe in themselves, and, you know, that kind of pushes them through. I, was, yeah, I, I think you. I agree with that. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah see, mom, I'm not lazy. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Just optimist, optimistic. So I wanted to cover, I, uh, I we did go over a little bit of the stress portion of so for, in my line of work, I do have portions of that, mm -hmm. and I have, uh, I have ways and tools that I can de-stress. Mm -hmm. So now I want to dive into kind of how does Marika de-stress, assuming that you're going to go into an environment that you're about to work in that's going to be a little bit more stressful. Yeah, so I, um, I, I mean, I own a dog. She is awesome. So she is definitely... Her name's Harley. Okay. Um, yeah, she's she's named after Harley Quinn, little super villain. Um, but she okay. is um, for those very... of you that don't know that Harley Quinn is a uh, is Batman. <laughs> yes. Right. Yes, Batman she's villain. Painted, painted, painted one. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, go on. Um, so she uh, is very high energy, and so um, keeping up with her is. Uh, a challenge at times we go for runs we'll go to the dog park um so having that kind of like it's it's helpful to have somebody who's relying on you but also is there for you okay. and so that that definitely helps fill my cup every day getting uh -huh. to come uh -huh. home to the dog and okay. yeah so that's one one avenue mm -hmm. and then i mean crossfit's huge too like okay. Just getting to be here with my friends and move some heavy weight around and feel supported is definitely a huge, it's been a huge benefit for me. Okay, so, so. very, very cool. So he, so with that said, where did the CrossFit journey start for you? Where, like, what was that like? So um, I, I used to lift a lot of weights and when I was coming, when I came to Vegas, I came as a travel nurse and 
Um, it was hard for me to find a gym that I felt comfortable in. Mm -hmm. A lot of the gyms around here are really packed. Um, okay. It's you know it's hard to get on a squat rack. It's hard to get in and just do your workout and yeah. um, and so I was I I kind of fallen off um, my fitness journey so to speak, okay. and um, a girlfriend at the hospital said to me, hey, I just started at this CrossFit gym. You should come. And Wait, which one? DeLois. DeLois. Oh, my yeah. God. Yes. Yeah. So DeLois um, oh talked me into joining, and um, I came and, and just loved it. And was this during a Friends Week, or she was just like, you come and um, I can't remember. I think it was during a Friends Week, because we did a bunch of partner wads, yeah, and she was, she was cracking me up. Yeah. She's uh, a hoot. But Where is she now? Um, she's actually in San Jose. Okay. Yeah. So, so she moved on. Um, to, I think she took an educator job out there. Okay. So. So, so another unique portion of your job is you, you travel a lot. So you, do you just choose different hospitals and then you're there for a semester, yeah. a half a year? How does that work? Yeah. So, um, I came here as a travel nurse and, um, so basically, I took a three-month assignment and came here with a couple boxes of stuff and just, um, I initially had the plan of coming for three months and, and moving on. Okay. And um, then they talked me into staying for another three months. And then I made some friends and I was like, you know, Vegas is a pretty good life. And yeah. so um, I ended up, my, my travel, time as a travel nurse was pretty short. This was my first contract. Oh, um, yeah, okay. And so I didn't so, really get to adventure much, but okay. So where were you at first? Um, Seattle. So Seattle. yeah, I I did a few. Um, Rainy. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> I I I mean I grew up in Seattle. I was used to it. I mean I still love going back during the summers. It's beautiful. It's oh, yeah. you know the hiking yeah. is unmatched. Um, I mean it's just. It's but an that's awesome where your place. Is, that's where my family is. Yeah, so I get to visit, but um, I don't, I would never move back. Are you a, are you a big Starbucks person? Um, I I'm not a huge out? fan of Starbucks actually. I feel like really? um, I do love coffee. I can beat that out. Yeah. Um, I'm going to get some haters now. Well, it's not. It's it's. <laughs> I I feel like the coffee tastes burnt. Mm. Like. Just oh there. my god! I know, I know it's bad, but I, I enjoy it. I there's there's a couple things on their menu I will order. The bacon egg bites okay. are delicious, and I will get a ristretto americano. But other than that, I don't know what that is, but yeah. it sounds really it's delicious. Good. <laughs> okay, so uh, <clears throat> so here's another thing that I I want to dive in because I think. Nurses have very, very different times of work schedules. Sometimes mm -hmm. it can go really long, like three week twelves or I don't know, fifteen, ten. <laughs> I'm not even sure, but I feel yeah. like you guys work a lot yeah. and have like very, very finite time. Mm -hmm. How do you find a way to fit your workouts in? So I had somebody last year tell me it's not a matter of whether you have time, it's a matter of whether you'll make time. And, um, I kind of took that to heart. I, um, especially it was more related to my marathon training because okay. I was like, I don't know if I really have time to do this. And like, well, if it's a priority for you, you'll make time. Okay. 
And so I've kind of adopted that. And what I do, I work night shift. So, um, and like I said, I have a dog. So I come to the four o'clock class on my days on and do the four o'clock workout. I leave here at five, go home. I have food prepped already. Um, walk the dog, have a quick meal and then shower and head to work. So, so you make time and then on your off days, do Mm -hmm. you still, do you still work out? Yeah, yeah, I try, um, I mean, it's it's kind of based on what I want to do that day. I have the advantage of, because we only work three days, we do work 12-hour shifts, it's okay. three days a week, um, but because I only work three days, I have four days off during the Phenomenal. week, so yeah. I can set it up so I work six days on and have eight days off, oh, and um, so my schedule can, I can switch completely back to a day shift schedule and be here for the 10 o'clock workout, which is what I did today. Right. Um, and that's really nice for me because um, it allows me to get whatever yeah. I need to do done during the day. And I feel like you're one of the few athletes that I see in every single hour. I'm like, how is this possible? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I'm very habitual. If I can't be mm-hmm. habitual, I'm, I'm chaos. Right. But you somehow can find chaos <laughs> scheduling and still make it work for you which yeah is phenomenal i think it's a really really cool thing um <clears throat> so another part of marika that, that's really interesting to me is uh is the amount you travel travel mm-hmm. outside not just not travel nurse mm-hmm. but like it's a it's a big a big part of you i feel like right uh, you travel i don't know how many places you travel yeah this year but it's it's unbelievable how do you find time um for that and how do you prioritize that portion of your life um so i i made a commitment last year um i sold my house i had like a little pool of money that i really um just wanted to use to live and experience things check things off my bucket list and so i um, I just said yes. Every time that somebody um, asked me if I wanted to go somewhere, I, I was like, yeah, let's do it. I'll, I'll figure it out. And um, yeah, so last year I got to go. Um, I went all through Hawaii, Kauai, uh, Maui. Um, I got to do Germany. I uh, went to New Orleans. I, I, I really, I did. I got to go all over and it was amazing. And it was great to be able to travel with different friends and do some traveling on my own. And, um, I, it was, it was a lot of fun. Are you still doing that? Where's the next stop for, um, my next trip is going to be Portland. Um, okay, that's just, yeah, that's just down the street. Right. I know. Okay. Go do some hiking, um, some adventures. I, um, I, this year's bucket list includes, you know, kayaking with orcas. That's oh a big God. one for me. So, um, Gonna go do that while I'm in Seattle. Do some runs down in California, um, but yeah, the more local traveling this year. I'm hoping to hit Iceland, but I have to get the days off. So it's gonna be cold. It's amazing though. I don't know yeah. if you've seen pictures of Iceland. The hiking there is unreal. There's waterfalls everywhere. There's it's not as cold as people think. Greenland is the icy one. But I think everybody's fit there though too. You know, yeah. The yeah. <laughs> right. Um. <laughs> So do you do you stay fit so you can travel the world, not just see the world, you want yeah. to travel and actually yeah. feel experience, experience, yeah, 
when I went to Paris, I actually, um, I woke up at like five in the morning and I ended up just walking until like eight at night and I got home and looked and I had walked like 26 miles in one day. Um, it was, it was amazing. And I, I feel like, you know, maintaining that fitness and being able to do those things, you know, one of our members, Byron, he's like, he gets to do that kind of stuff. And that's, you know, when I'm retired, that's where I want to be. I want to be able to do those things and experience life that way. I think that lens. I think it's it's very cool. I think a lot of people don't um, take their movement capabilities for granted until until it's in the later stage. And I think it's Mm -hmm. it's a big, big waste for me. Very cool. Yeah. Okay, so... Another big question of mine is, um, what is Marie working on now? We talked, you, you talked a little bit about your marathons. Are mm-hmm. you doing that now? Yeah. So um, I had been challenged by a girlfriend um, to do a half marathon. Okay. So that's kind of where this um, started. And I started training for the half marathon and realized pretty quickly that I didn't feel like it was a big enough goal for me, a big enough challenge. Um, so I wanted to do something that I couldn't achieve, um, in a month. And, um, so I signed myself up for a marathon and, uh, the San Diego, uh, rock and roll. So, Yeah, so I'm excited for that one. Um, I'm going to do a relay, so I'll run about a half marathon in Tacoma in May, um, and then I'll do the full marathon in the end of May. How many marathons have you done? I've done zero marathons. What? Yes. So this will be my first one. one. That's a good start. Yeah, so I... um, yeah, I wanted I wanted to do something that I would feel like it was an accomplishment and something that was not attainable at the beginning of the year, and um, I'm working towards it and I think it's going well and I'm excited and. Where so. where where are you up to in miles now? Um, I'm I'm running probably about thirty five to forty miles a week. Oh my um, god! Yeah. That's thirty. That's thirty-two <laughs> miles too much for me. Yeah, yeah. It's um. It was it was an adventure. The first couple months were rough. Um. Now I can knock out, you know, seven eight miles in in an hour or so. So you're not even you're you're ready for it. You feel like I mean for it. I I don't know that anyone's ever ready to hop <laughs> hop in there and run ready. a marathon, but yeah. um, you know, I I'm excited for it. So um, I. I the most I've run is about seventeen miles right now. So you know, and that's and that's spread throughout. You're not just running seventeen like. So that's seventeen straight. So I I that's the longest run I've done so far. Um and so but a marathon is twenty six point two. So we're not quite there yet, but I have a few more months to go. Jesus, Um, how is that? Yeah. So you're running all this miles. That another. Part that intrigues me is how do you recover? Um, I set aside two days a week that I just don't work out. Um, okay, cool. I very cool. Yeah, and so I try to make it to CrossFit at least four days a week, um, okay. and then um, my runs. I'll usually do like my short to mid range runs um, throughout the week when I'm going to CrossFit. And then on Sundays are my long runs. And so usually Wednesdays and Saturdays I'm off. Okay. 
Um, of course, here I am on Wednesday. But um, do you have any days when you feel like you're just mush? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Let's and see. I listen to my body. I, if yeah. I'm if I I've had days where I've worked, you know, four days in a row, five days in a row, and I wake up at two o'clock where I would normally get up and go for a run, and okay. I turn right back around and get back in bed and sleep for another two hours, you know? So sometimes you just have to say, you know, we're going to chalk it up as a loss and, and I'm, I'm just going to go to sleep. Yeah. It might be be a game because you're you're recovering a little bit. Right. Exactly. And so that's definitely, um, I, I've had to learn to just be okay with that and be okay with listening to my body and saying, you know what, you worked really hard this week. You deserved it. Yeah. Give yourself a little love. Go back to bed. I align with that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So do you ever come in mush in CrossFit sometimes? Sometimes. And sometimes I'll come in and I'll just say, you know what? I Today's going to be a recovery workout. I think I said that to you the other yeah, day when you we did. did that rowing workout. I say and, that sometimes. Yeah. And, like, and then you get into the workout <laughs> and you're like, forget this. I'm going hard. Yeah. yeah so you get, you get distracted. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I have lots of those workouts, mm-hmm. and sometimes it, it the outcome is very different, especially when the, the right song comes on, right? Or um, your buddy's cheering you on, and you're yeah. Like, or it's a twenty out. minute workout, and you start with the attitude that like, oh, it's going to be recovering, and then the second half, you're like, I hey, great. I got this, I feel great, yeah. yeah. So. And then the next day, you're like, <laughs> I'm a little mush again. Yep. Okay. So, um, so I I like to end the uh the podcast with a couple of questions okay right um and the first one is um what advice would you give to a nurse so specifically kind of nursing in your Mm -hmm. field about about health now that stuff that you know now that you Mm -hmm. that you didn't know in the past um i would say prioritize hydration and sleep um that is the two things that i think we as nurses neglect a lot um you know I especially when I first started CrossFit I felt like I was so dehydrated I couldn't get enough water I was just um I was really struggling with a lot of fatigue and um I started just making myself every couple hours take a break and just go drink water and um and then when I I, I try to get at least six hours of sleep. Um, because your sleep is so sporadic. Mm-hmm. And that's like a manage. How do you set that up? Um, I, even though my my timing is not structured, my sleep is very structured. So I get home, I walk the dog, I um, usually put on law and order. It's really weird. But, but that is what puts me out and yeah. so um I I don't do anything when I get home I come home shower walk the dog mm-hmm. go to sleep so I don't think it's weird uh does it bring you peace when you watch Law and Order um it's it's more just a habit I picked it up in high school I don't know why I think yeah. I just it was what was on late night and um those those dongs, the ding ding, yeah, that yeah. just knocks me right really? out. So you don't yeah, watch the episode. <laughs> no, it, just having it on at a low level in the background just 
puts me right to sleep. So yeah, no, it has a very melancholy vibe mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, I feel like when for me to get knocked out, I have to breathe a, a, a certain way. Mm-hmm. I have to breathe a little slower. So so for me, it's lately. It's just I try to meditate. I mm-hmm. try to breathe, control my breathing. Sometimes I listen to very slow music, mm-hmm. and then. It's the same thing. I feel like everybody has their version of it. Right. And yours might be subconscious. Right. right? It might not be on purpose, but I think it's very, very unique. That's very cool. I've never heard of that. Yeah. In order. To yeah. Sleep. <laughs> I know. I'm going to prescribe that next time. There you go. <laughs> and then the last question uh, is, is what's your, what's your favorite movement in CrossFit? Rowing. Rowing. Okay. I love and, rowing. Yeah. Why? Why rowing? Um, I think um, it makes me feel strong. I it's still a cardio workout, but it's also um, a little bit of a strength workout, and okay. I'm competitive with myself. So getting to see like those calories per hour go up, or you know, you're trying to keep a pace under you know under two minutes for the 500. Um, I think that's very motivating for me. So I can see my progress easily on the rower. Uh-huh. And um, so I get pumped when rowing's in the workout. Awesome. Yeah. Now the other aspect, what's your least favorite? <sighs> and how do you, and then how do you overcome it? Um, I think my least favorite is just things that I, I'm not quite there yet. You know, okay. toes to bar and muscle ups, like those things, when I see them on the workout, even though I know I'm going to be doing something scaled, that's I'm working towards it, yeah. it's, um, I'm competitive and I, I don't like to be able to not do things, but yeah. it's as you work, as you get closer to being able to do those movements, it's more motivating and you want to practice them. So um, I think as far as getting past that it's just doing it just doing the scaled workout and um and then staying after maybe and practicing the movement to see if you can pull one off yeah so you practice a little bit after class just to move the needle a little bit yeah like the other day I was asking for some advice for toes to bar because I'm I'm I feel like I'm right there I can almost get it um so you know and it's I think that's a cool thing about CrossFit is you can create little goals for yourself um, and you're not, you know, you're not coming into the gym and doing the same movements every day. So when toast to bar is on the workout, I'm like, okay, like we're going to, we're going to get a little closer. Like oh, today I'm going to, you know, so I think, um, that's like one of my favorite things, but least favorite things. It's kind of the double edged sword. Yeah. No, very cool. Amazing. Where, so what times of days do you normally work out? So some people can say what up. Yeah, I, um, I would say 10 o'clock and 4 o'clock are my most common. Camps. Yeah, those are my, my peeps. My peeps. Okay, well, Marika, thank you so much yeah. for, for stopping by. Thanks for having and, me. Uh, enjoy your, your drink there. I will. Cheers. Okay. Cheers. <laughs>